My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are now the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. My opinion, Patrick Williams had a phenomenal rookie season. I feel like on the defensive end, he, he played he played well. He guarded the team's best player. What it do, baby? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a episode 60 of the Prideful Takes podcast. It is your boy Pride again. Mike decided to take sabbatical. He decided to go have kids. So we got other Mike filling in for Mike. How you feeling, my guy? I don't know what you were talking about for a second. Uh, but I'm doing well now that I know no, I no, the dude, The dude I usually do it with, his name is Mike. Yeah. So yeah I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm glad. Yeah, so, yeah, so he's having his son. Um, He was born. Uh, his son was born on Monday. So congratulations to that boy, Mike. So you know, oh you know, God, he's I'm taking like, a week I'm off like, and all that stuff. So I I don't know if he was talking about my boy, but I think he was talking about Patrick Williams in that little intro. So yes, I'm rocking. I'm definitely rocking. Yeah, nah, he he. The day we did that episode, he was mad because he actually saw something where they were like, "Oh yeah, we got to give her to Patrick Williams," and he was just so heated. And I was like, "Yeah, right. let's put this in the show, bro," because he was. And I, honestly, I love Pat. Man. I love Pat. Yeah, honestly, like, and I told him the I same hate thing. Pat, though. Yeah, I told him the same thing. Really I'm like, did. look, man, if you want to trade him, fine. Just don't go out of your way to trade him. That's it. Right. You know like, I mean? My like, thing was like, and people are going to hate this, and, and it's one of those things, though, where it's like, you know, if you're to get a Sabonis, or, and that's – I don't want Sabonis specifically. I don't think he works well with Damar and Zach. Um, but, I mean, like, a, ver- a verified young 25-year-old all-star. Like, don't go out there and get me Jeremy Grant or Buddy Heald. I don't want that. you got to get something good. You know, you want to get Randall, you want to get Sabonis, you want to get something like that. Cool. But don't go out there. Don't don't tell me you gave Patrick Williams for Miles Turner. I'll lose my shit. I'll lose my shit. It'll, that definitely would be uh, hilarious. But we got a packed show for you guys. Um, on Monday, we talked about Harden being upset. And now they the Nets sat him down, and they're actually considering trading him to the, to the Phillies. So... Or the Philadelphia 76ers, that's going to be interesting. We'll talk about that. And, of course, Trevor Bauer, all charges have been dropped. But where does uh, he go from there? Before we get into any of that, obviously, this is Super Bowl. It's this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it me or just Super Bowls the last four years have just been, like, just no excitement? I think it's because your team's not in it anymore, probably. You also oh, so you think it's just like the new it could be it could be the New England yeah. in me. It could be because I was kind of excited about last year, but that was because Tom Brady was so maybe it is the New England in me. That's mm-hmm. probably what it is. But it's I gonna be so. the Rams versus the Bengals, which you know has potential to still be a great game. I mean, I I've saw so. I've seen people think that the Bengals are gonna fall off now, and I'm like, you know, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But even if they I'm, do, 
yeah, I mean, to be honest, they, they shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl. So it's like at this point, they're playing with house money. The Bengals are straight right. chilling, which is kind of what's going to favor their aggressive style that they play already. Um, but Mike, who do you think wins and uh, what X factors you've got for this game? Right. Um, so, I mean, I was one of the only guys, Mike. I'll say it straight up, my guy, but I was one of the only guys, Pride, you know, you were with ASAP when we were talking about it. I said, watch out for them Bengals. And I had them coming out of the AFC right away. That yeah. may or may not only be because Jamar Chase won me a fantasy football championship. But regardless of that, it still holds true that I had them coming out in the Super Bowl. Um, I love Joey B and I love him for, for many reasons because it screams to me that we're just so ready to, to throw in the next Tom Brady, you know, before it was Pat, then it was Josh that now it's, you know, we're looking at, Oh, well, it could have been Lamar. Oh, well, now, now it's Burrow. It could have been Herbert. It could have been, you know, everyone's so ready for the next Brady. And I'm like, even right now with Burrow, I love what Burrow's doing, you know, first real season and you go to the Super Bowl. That's great. You know, you have the most money, pretty much top three money to, to work with in the, in the off season, you can get a revamped offensive line. Who gives a shit about that defense? Like they're stellar. They're great. Lou interviewed him the other day. He knows what he's doing. Um, they're, they're doing great things. So, I, I think, you know, this is going to be a problem for a very long time for the AFC, and I'm, I'm proud of the Bengals. Um, but, Pride, you know it. My very first NFL game was the greatest Bears quarterback of all time. We are going to announce his name as properly QB1, Josh McCown, um, the greatest Bears quarterback to ever exist, uh, playing against Matthew Stafford. 12-year-old Mike was excited. I was there for – Calvin Johnson's last career game ever. I was there for Matt Forte's last game as a bear. Uh, so Matthew Stafford holds true to my heart and, and he deserves this. And, and I said it all year, pride you were with me. Green Bay got me towards the end of the year. Green Bay got me. I fell for it. I was like, all right, maybe they can pull it out. Um, you know, the pick six talk about Matthew and everything. I was like, maybe they can do it. Um, but I said it at the beginning of the year, when white boys leave Detroit and end up in LA, whether it be B Rabbit, whether it be Slim Shady, whoever it may be, they're going to succeed. And I think the Rams are going to take it. Um, and a big part of it, I think, is going to be Cam Akers in this game. I think the run game, um, you know, is what makes them a Super Bowl contender because they were one dimensional for a very long time. Sony Michelle isn't that guy anymore that he was with Bill Belichick. Um, you know, Henderson never really was that guy from the jump. Uh, he's always been, you know, he's serviceable, but he's not, he's not that every down back. Uh, but Cam Akers being, I call him the miracle man, because uh, there's no way in hell that he should be playing right now with that kind of injury he had. I call him Kyle Schwarber of the NFL because Kyle tore his ACL and three months later he was like, and, and it was Rose mad. Right. And he was like, Derrick Rose took two years. That's cool. And then he came back and batted 400 in the World Series. And I was just like, okay. Um, it's made no sense whatsoever. Right. I was just like, it is what it is. Uh, never, ever say that again. Um, Mike Glennon. We do not speak of Mike Glennon here, but it's something to where um, – all love Mike. But it, it's it's something to where I think Cam Akers is going to be a big part of this defense uh, because, you know, obviously Ramsey's out there. Obviously this front seven, um, you know, is going to be helping these guys from a, from a defensive standpoint. So I think they're going to be able to run the ball a lot. Um, I think they're going to be able to recover that way. I think they can, you know, kind of control the game the way they want to. Um, and as much as we hate Eli Apple, as much as, you know, Mike Hilton doesn't get the credit he deserves, they have a pretty solid secondary. Um, so I would definitely be careful with that. Uh, gotta love Cuddy, but I love Cuddy for different reasons. 
Uh, Cuddy just don't give a shit. But it, it's something you to where do. I think the X factor for them is going to definitely be uh, – De- in my opinion, it's definitely going to be Cam Akers for the Bengals pride. I like Ozuma. I I, I love – I think I said his name right. CJ. Um, yep. you know, yeah, they're tight end. I think he's healthy. I think he's healthy. I know he had a knee issue the last game and he went out, um, but I think he's all right. And and he's I think funny. you look at Ramsey, you look at everybody else on the other side of the ball, um, I think you have to look at it from a tight end perspective. Um, and, and, and kind of think that he's going to get his touches. But if I had the demon X factor, I think it's Joe Burrow. I think it's Joe Burrow and Cam Akers. As much as I love Stafford, I think, you know, when you look at the stat line, it's going to be Burrow and Akers that really succeed. Yeah. Um, so this right here by far is the weirdest Super Bowl in order to pick, right? Because I like it. I can imagine Joe Burrow pooping, like, you know, stinking up the bed. Right. But I can also imagine him throwing for 500 yards and, like, eight touchdowns. Right. You know what I mean? I can I could see a world where the Rams let up a whole bunch of points and they can't keep up. Right. I can also see a world where the Rams let up the points, but the offense keeps up. And I can also see a world where all of a sudden Jalen Ramsey starts playing or not, Joe, not just Jalen Ramsey, if we're going to be honest, the entire defense plays to the expectations we had of them in the preseason. Right. So it's weird. I'm going to go with the Rams just solely for the fact that for the past few weeks, I'm this is before the playoffs, like the last two, three weeks of the regular season, not only were they clicking, but they were clicking in the right way. They weren't forcing anything. It's now they understood, look, we traded, you know, we traded Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Now we understand we got him to make very specific throws. We didn't get him so we could average 50, th- 50 attempts per game. That's not why we got him. We got him so that way, for instance, there were a couple with, with Jared Goff. There were a couple throws that he missed on Cooper Cup where any other top quarterback would have made. And that's why you went and got Matthew Stafford to make those specific throws and to make those specific connections. For example, and and Mike, you know, in terms of being, you know, I, I think Jared Goff is a solid quarterback. I don't think he's great, but I think he's I think he's passable. You know, I think he's okay. You know, but do I think he could have made that throw that Matthew Stafford made against the Tampa against the Buccaneers? Do I think so? Maybe. But I also say I don't know if Cooper Cup is that deep if Matthew Stafford – or I'm sorry, if Cooper um, – oh, my God, that's the second time. If uh, Jared Goff was a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I don't know. If there's no trust in that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, let's right. be – you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if they're running that play. So, it's more along the lines of now they're understanding, okay, we only need him for these specific throws. We need him for the throws that Jared Goff couldn't make. That doesn't necessarily mean we have to give him 300 attempts. Like you saw, again, um, uh, uh, who they play in the wild card? They played um, Arizona. Who the Rams played? You talking about oh, the Rams? Yeah, they played Arizona. Arizona, yeah, yeah, Arizona. He played like a game manager. He right. th- th- that was a very pedestrian type of game he had. Then against Tampa, right. he lit it up, and now that right. shows it just more along the lines of okay. We're seeing what the defense is going to give us. And then we go from there. So I think with right. that, and on top of that, that offensive line for the Bengals, 
I love Joe Burrow, but eventually that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna catch up to you. And I think right. when you got a guy like Aaron Donald who you need to at times triple team, and right. they can't, you know what I mean? That offensive line wouldn't even be, wouldn't even protect them protect Joe Burrow from me. Right. And I'm and I don't even least, think you know. I don't even think it's it's much so protecting him. I think it's just getting guys out of his face. Because when, when we played him, you know, in Chicago, it, it was a big thing. You know, Khalil Mack was still there, Roquan Smith, Akeem Hicks, Robert Quinn. Everybody was doing their thing. They were getting in Joe's face. Joe Burrow threw three straight interceptions, you know, three, mm-hmm. three throws in a row, three straight interceptions. And it had nothing to do with, you know, us sacking Burrow all day just long. Pressure. We did that. Right. It was just the pressure in general with Joe's bad decisions. Um, and – you know, the secondary was like, shit, Jamar's open. Those guys were open. Joe just couldn't see them. And that's the biggest thing. Um, obviously, that was week two, week three of the season. So Joe's progressing. Joe even said it, fuck it, Jamar's out there somewhere. Like, he, he's not afraid to air it out now. But the difference is with Donald and Floyd and, and all these other guys and Vaughn, and, and it, the list goes on. Like, it, it's a different breed than with the Bears, man. It really is. It's that same mentality. And, and yep. I would say it's going to step further just because of Donald alone. Yeah, and and honestly, for me, the X factor, it's for me the Bengals' offensive line. It really is like, and it's just, and like you said, even if he doesn't get sacked, you need to give Joe Burrow room. You need to give him the opportunity to breathe, to make those passes. Because again, having him in the in the pocket for five seconds plus while he's waiting for Jamar Chase to pick up speed and hit that. Like and or he waits for T Higgins to get it's, deep. It's the Justin Fields. You need effect. that it's offensive. Insane. You know what, you I, know mean? what I mean? It's like, yeah. bro, like you're holding on to it too long. You're about to get your ass lit exactly. up. Exactly. And now, if now if you have a top, like if he had the Indianapolis Colts offensive line, then it doesn't matter. You're fine. Right. That's one of the best offensive lines in the league. But when right. you are like, like this yeah. offensive line is horrible, and they they like Joe Burrow was sacked the most. This year, right? He was sacked the most, and it, it was it was by double digit sacks too. So it's mm-hmm. like you know, if you're if you're not gonna protect him, if you're not gonna buy him that time, it's gonna put him in this awkward situation where he needs to play like a game manager. But the right. thing is, can he? And this is no knock on him, but there are just some guys who can't play like role players. Brett I've Favre. never, I've Put never it. really seen Joe do it either. I've always, even at LSU, it was always yeah. very electric. It was always, Exa- yep. it's on the always board. Been, yes, exactly. It, it, even, even in, well, I don't want to call Ohio State because he doesn't want nobody bringing that up. But his entire career, yeah. for him to be honest, he doesn't want. Yeah, I he love hates that. that. He's like, he's like, yo, Ohio, do not claim me LSU. No, like, but, I, yeah, but I'm with you. Though. I love that. But like, <laughs> I don't blame him. Oh, no, not me neither. But like. All that, like, he's never played like a game manager, and it's like, can he do that? Like, right. is it possible? Like, like in his mind, is like, and it's easy for you to, oh yeah, sure, it's fine. But when you're constantly looking for that deep ball, right. guess what you're gonna do? Keep going to it. You know what I mean? And it's, right. can he do that? I I don't know. I I I hope he can. This is really gonna be the first instant if if he can't find the deep ball. This is really gonna be the first instant of him kind of having to rely on Joe Mixon and kind of throwing a couple, you know, dingers here and there where it's just kind of short, you know what I mean? And can he do it? I don't know. But it all really comes down to that offensive line because if that offensive line can't buy him enough time to even say his own name, if he can't even get the cadence off, he's in for a long, long day. 
And for the Rams, right? I don't even. Th- I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't even think that it's Cam Akers. I think it's Sony Michelle. I, I think the X of them mm-hmm. is going to be Sony Michelle because Cam Akers. Look, I, I know what I'm going to get from Cam Akers. Like I know I what I'm going to get from him. Is that what now? I love you. I love you too, Pat's fan. No, 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 no. That, that that's not from a from a Pat's perspective, or whatever. It's not, but the reason oh, I, I would rely oh, on it. No, it's not. No, but, but look, who's their second best running back on that roster right now? Ooh, yeah, but that don't mean he's better than can he be more effective than Cam. No, 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 no. Cam, Cam is their best. You know what I mean? Cam is their best. No, I debate. would say Sony. Sony's their second, but that's just because Henderson's washed, man. Like Henderson's not good. That, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That that's right. what I'm saying. Like, like he's the, the and you're they're gonna need a one-two punch. They're going to need it because right. I don't know if you've noticed, but Cam Akers, right. he hasn't been running the, with that same intensity. I don't know if it's the nah, injury nah, or if it's the fumbles. I think it is. I, th- I think it's the fumbles that's kind of making him kind of be a little down on himself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, at least that's how I'm looking I at it. It's, I think it's the amount of – I look at his confidence in his body and his 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 – tendencies that you see with the way he moves um i don't think he's afraid to get hit but i think he's afraid to get hurt if that makes yes. sense um yes. so i think he's being very careful he's not being as physical because with you when your muscles tighten like that if you're being as physical as you normally are you're probably going to get hurt a lot faster especially when you continue to accelerate um mm-hmm. and i only know this because i've torn literally almost everything but yep. um it, it comes down to it though like it, it, it's just i think he's afraid to get hurt i don't think he's afraid to play hurt I think he's right. afraid to get hurt. And I think that's yep. where he he's just having a mind block right now. And once he realizes that he's okay, then he'll be fine. But that might end up being because he's not okay. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just like just like yep, Derrick Henry. Like you could yep. tell he wasn't good. You could tell he wasn't good. Yep. Right. And and that's a, and again, it could also be the injury that that could that could be it. You know what I mean? But if if he right. can't, there's gonna there's gonna be plays where he needs to be on the sideline just to kind of clear his head. And you still need someone right. again, viable, who you could put in the backfield. So now they're like, "Oh, K Makers is out. All right, they're not running the ball." You know what I mean? Like, you're still gonna need someone right. viable, which is why I'm saying. And again, if you don't want to say Sonny Michelle, if you want to say it's Henderson, so be it. But whoever is their second best running back, that to me is gonna be like the X factor because it's like, let's be real, bro. Like. Cam Akers goes to the sidelines, or if Cam Akers fumbles again and his head's out of it or whatever, who are you going to put out there? You're going to need somebody who can co- go out there right. and be able to handle it until Cam Akers kind of just goes, okay, I took my deep breath. I'm back. I'm ready. Let's get it. You know what I mean? Um, Anthony Price right. says two words of Simpsons. They predicted 34-31 Cincinnati wins. I saw that, but I don't know, man. I don't believe it. Um, By the way, Pride, I was watching McPherson, the video. About- McPherson, McPherson beat him. Oh, that kicker! So, yeah, kid's a dog. I like him. He's bold. Uh, by the way, Pat, I watched a video about Baker's career. Uh, has been similar to Drew Brees. Do you agree? Since uh, you're behind as well, a Baker Mayfield fan. Uh, I, I, I did see a couple videos. I, I, the perception is there, in terms of how you know, because Drew Brees did kind of start slow to his career. I don't think it's gonna pan out the same. Because even though when – because the thing is, I looked at it as the same way as everyone looked at Peyton Manning. 
they started slow, but everyone is like, you're going to get out of it. You're going to get out of it. You're going to get out of it. With Baker, it's like, we hope you get out of it, but eh. there, there's really no confidence right. that he's going to be able to pick it up. So right. it, are there similarities? Sure. But I just think that I, I look at them more as coincidences. And I don't think you should use that to try to say, oh, yeah, his career could pan out to be like Drew Brees. Because even when Drew Brees was kind of struggling, everyone still had belief in him. Everyone still was like, oh, well, he's doing these these intangibles. He still got the intangibles right. And with right. Baker, the intangibles, he'll have it one week. They'll disappear two weeks, pop up for three weeks, and then four, they're gone. And it's just this weird thing where it's like he can never have the tangibles consistent enough to be a top quarterback. So right. I, I think I kind of label him as average. I think a lot of it too is in pride. You know, I've, I've never said anything about Baker's talent. I think he has all the talent in the world. I just think it's the mentality of, of understanding that it's you, like you are the problem. And that's where I think Baker and, and not, not so much the problem, but so much like, okay, well, these things are happening because of me. I need to be more aware. I need to be able to see OBJ. I need to be able to see what's going on more than just trusting my offensive coordinators. Kind of like Drew, you know, he finally gets Sean Payton. Now things are looking great. And, and, and it's like, I get that. And I understand that. But for me, Baker needs to, you know, kind of just, he doesn't need to say it publicly. I, I hate the people who are saying he has to sit there publicly and completely shit on himself. That's not the case. But I think he definitely needs to have a conversation with himself to where it's like, I need to sit in a room and just watch the entirety of everything I did in the 2021 season, the 2020 season, and so on and so forth, and then build off of it. But with Baker, it's kind of like, I feel like he just has so much trust in himself and that's perfectly fine. Uh, but sometimes that can hurt you. Like Russell Westbrook, to him, it's like, now nah, I'll be straight. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Instead of making adjustments. And that's where I want to see Baker make adjustments. Right. I want to see Baker get better where and not end up like Russ, who's in a situation to where it's like, well, I should be on the court just because of my household name. And it's like, that's, yeah, that's accurate if this was high school, but it's not. Right. And, and you need to understand, like, this is not who you are right now. We know who you can be. Adjust, watch the film, break it down, and understand why you're being a bozo. And that's right. why for Baker, that's where Baker frustrates me. And that's why I call him a Mitchell Trubisky, a Hollywood Mitchell Trubisky, because Mitch had all the talent in the world too. He just he did. didn't make adjustments. He didn't. He didn't make adjustments. And Jared's the same way. Jared Goff, you touched on it earlier. Jared just didn't make adjustments. If Jared understood, you know, I'm trying to grow, then he would have grown, especially mm -hmm. with Cup. And he just didn't. And, and my biggest thing, you know, with Jefferson and and Woods, that that and 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 Cup, that's a big three. Even without Odell, you could have had a big four if Woods didn't go down. But you you look at it, and and you have to understand, Golf was just kind of content with like who he was and being who he was going to be. And I feel like Baker's kind of going in the same way. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, and again, I I, I like Baker, but that's why I call it. I said before, Mike. I think he's a he's a solid average quarterback. I think him and Jared right. Goff, they're in the same boat. They're 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 solid. They're average. But the main problem is the right. fundamental. And that's why you you came at me so hard, bro, in the chat when I would always say Baker's a bum, but no one ever understood what I meant by that. But when you I can't think call him a bum. bum. No, right. But when when I when if I say someone's a bum, what I'm saying is you're not trying to work. You're not trying to go out there and get it. You're not trying to be better. You're just compliant with who you are and you're not trying so to build then you should have said instead of a bum you should have said he's complacent i can't spell that 
C in the chat. I can't spell that. C O M some extra letters Y and and uh huh right no. But like I mean, and to your point, I do get it because it does kind of seem like you know he's content with just being who he is, just being the starting quarterback. Which again, if that's your goal, that's fine. You know, like it got him far. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So if that's all you want to be, fine. That's okay. Let's not get it twisted. Because right. there's just some franchises who just want that guy. But again, right. we also, you know what I mean? Like, at least just understand that. Don't talk about, and this is the, one of the knocks I have on him. And I've said it before. Don't talk about championships and then do the same thing you did last year. Like, right. you got to show me some improvement. You know what I mean? It's, you're not even in right. your prime yet, bro. You're still in your rookie contract. Right. You know what I mean? This is when you're supposed to get better. So that way, when they pay you that money, you go and you say, this is why not only I deserved it, but why, honestly, I'm underpaid. Like, that's what you're supposed right. to Like, Patrick Mahomes, in two years, he's going to go, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm underpaid. You know what I mean? Dak Prescott, and, like, next year he goes, yeah, I should have gotten more. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And, like, and again, if you look at them. I look at, I look at Josh oh, Allen. Josh Allen's contract, bro, compared to Pennies, Pets, bro. Pennies. Pennies. Like right yet, right now, but bro, he yo, he's yo, we're he, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna sit down at the table and have a conversation about Josh's contract soon because that's that's nowhere near the ballpark to where I thought he was worth compared to what Pat was getting, compared to what other guys are getting. I was but, like, but you know, but here's the thing, I don't I mm, well that's the, that's something we definitely gonna have to talk about, but it definitely um, is. But we both got the Rams, which you know, honestly, I thought you were gonna pick the Bengals, not even gonna lie. I always pick the Bengals. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. But I want to see Staff get his get his get his go, man. Like Joey's gonna be here for a very long time. Um, Kyler. Oh no, yeah. dude, he's going to the o- Oakland Athletics. Yeah, at this point, he's gonna I, I, baseball. I'm 110 convinced that Kyler Murray is so butthurt about taking that flaming hot L that he's willing to sacrifice his football career to declare for baseball. Only to sit because the lockout won't won't, won't be done. Yep. Let that sink in. I, I think. I don't know. I think. I think at the end of the day, though, I don't even think it's like. Like, here's how I truly feel about it. First, I want to. I want to throw out a, a little spice for you because I knew this conversation was going to come up. So I, I did my facts. I was creeping Ooh. on Insta. Did you know the Arizona Cardinals follow everyone on the Cardinals except for Kyler Murray? I'm just saying it's a two-way street to where Kyler probably oh, was like, oh, no, they don't fucking – yeah, they don't follow him. He I checked have an Instagram. Kyler has an Instagram. He does? That's how this whole thing started was I Kyler was unfollowed. Twitter. I thought it was Twitter. Nah, he unfollowed him on – he unfollowed him on everything. So when I looked at it, I understood the Cardinals don't follow Kyler. So, so I don't know a, if they just recently. I was about to say you know either I mean? a they they either never followed him, which you know, eh, or b not they a. recently not unfollowed. But, well, but, they but were following the Josh Rosen, bro. Come so? on, well, Come I mean, but, but, but you got to think about it. They're Kyler Murray following Josh Kyler Rosen. Murray, but Kyler Murray has publicly said, "I'm not, I'm not a social media guy." Right. So that's why I'm saying, like, if 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 they never followed him from the beginning, I don't know. Right. Does that really matter? But maybe to Kyler, it did, and he was like, "Well, if they ain't following me, then I'm not gonna follow them." Well, and I mean, looking I mean? at it, look. I mean, if we're gonna be honest, looking at it, hey, 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 let's Kyler, be real, right? I'll pull it up for you. Hey, three. He's not a social media guy, but he posted three days ago. 
He posted three days ago. He said, two-time Pro Bowler, grateful and appreciative to everyone who made this week a special one. And then he then he realized you guys weren't there for me. If if we're gonna be honest, if we're gonna look at if we're gonna look over on Kyler on Kyler Murray's side of thing, I mean, I get why he would be a little pissed up. I mean, think about it. Like you said, they they out here buddy buddy with Josh Rosen, the dude that they traded. Like, you know what I mean? They still kind of buddy buddy with him. I would get it. And it's kind of and and let's be fair here. Saquon Barkley did the same thing, and no one said anything. Bro, I don't think it's that the way I no. said it. Um, I know I know a bunch of guys. Probably I don't know when you, when you played, but when I played, I knew a bunch of guys. He would unfollow everybody at the end of the season. Like that's just you know they don't want to see it. They just want to live their life, see their friends, they, and they don't want to listen to the outside. Noise. Yeah, it was it was and, always and, in the off season. It was look, yeah, cool. I rarely go on my phone. Yeah, right. In the off season, it was like, look, y'all cool. I rock the job, but uh, I don't need. I need a break, not only from this sport, but from this team. Right? Like, I need a full. And, it, and break. it's one of those things, though, too. So, it's like you don't understand. I think a lot of people don't understand, like how shit is not sweet. Shit is not sweet. Like you are tired of your teammates the majority of the time when when a season is coming towards its end and especially when you're losing so to me you know you don't win the division you had the division you lost the division so many things happen you get hurt you get banged up i would unfollow so I, he didn't unfollow his teammates he just unfollowed he just, yeah it was just the cardinals so right. like he's he just doesn't want to see the the i can swear on here right you know what you know how it is on social media for sports well they did right, bro like they're always posting they're always posting pictures of kyler they're always posting pictures of this he don't want to see pictures of himself like you know what i not mean right now like yeah, not right now like right not right now like and, and you know how they'll be we'll be back next year he don't want to see that shit like yeah. he's over it so i i don't i don't hold too much validity to it but i will say this i am ordering it i have already purchased it it's a custom uh number one oakland athletics kyler murray i cannot, uh, you. I cannot i'm the you. greatest i'm the greatest in the world i'm a, but, I, honestly uh, bro yeah you know what, Pride? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So steroids are legal in the MLB now. Kyler's gonna say, you know what? I am a little small. What? No. Get out. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You want to save baseball? Summer. Nope. Nope. You want? You really want to save baseball? If you want, let's let. let this is how you say baseball. You ready? Say Barry. No. Say huh? Barry. Say Barry. Free Barry. That's a whole free Barry. Hey, real quick, free Barry, free Mark, and free Sammy. They deserve better, way better. But here's the thing here's the thing, ready? Because I'll because this, this is the funny part, right? If you want to say baseball, this is easy, ready? Mike Trout, we're gonna juice him to the fucking gills, bro. We're gonna make this mm-hmm. dude eat, drink, and sleep steroids. Okay, <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Nelson oh, Cruz. Because Grandpa's still hitting dingers for no reason whatsoever. Hey, let me get Jorge Soler in there, too. I want to see Jorge do it. I want to see me, hey, um, Acuna. Stan Acuna. Stan's pumping out 50-plus without roids, which I think he is on him, but that's it, a conversation. I, 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 I low-key think it, but, you know. I keep it. I keep my opinions myself. But I mean, look, bro, let's think about it. If we get some of these already prolific power hit, get Vladdy on roids? Get yeah, show high. Get 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 show high on roids, and oh yeah, we gonna have some fun. We gonna have to, I, What I would do if I'm the MLB, I wholesale it, bro. Right, I, I, I sell I it to the teams. I agree, and, and and it's something though where you like 
as long as it's warranted and like it's packaged on there, same as cigarettes. Like it's like, hey, by the way, this is going to kill you eventually. Like I just want you to know that. Yep. If if that's what you want to do, I tell my buddies all the time we smoke. Hey, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But just know on the box it says this will kill you. It's different than it was in 95, 94 when you really didn't know what was going on, even though you did. It, you know, now it's like publicly in your face. This is horrible. What I don't want to see is high schoolers doing it, college players doing yeah. it. I don't want to see any of that. Yeah, Rookie. once you're on the professional level, you're a grown man. Do As whatever. But it don't, is what it is, don't do it just to do it to get to the show because I promise you it's going to be very short-lived. You know, a lot of long-term problems, and it, and, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But if you're a grown-ass man in your mid-20s, mid-30s, you live your life, bro. Live your life, king. I ain't going to yep. tell you otherwise. Yep. Live your life 110%. Um, so the next topic, this is kind of something that's um, been a long time coming. Uh Trevor Bauer will not face the sexual assault charges that was levied um, by the woman who was accusing him. Um, turns out they had a lot of evidence, a lot of proof. They had conversations. And the Pasadena police, after I think it was like five months, was like, yeah, you don't want to call yourself guilty? Trevor Bauer was like, nope. And they were like, all right. I guess we'll let you go. And uh, I don't know if you know, but on his YouTube channel, Trevor Bauer spoke out and kind of put a video out there where he told it all. Where he was, I like, saw, I saw a clip of it today. Yes, I, I actually sat down and I watched the whole thing because I just wanted to make sure. And he was, he was, he was straightforward. There was no dancing around. And he was like, "Yeah, bro, me and her, we had rough sex." Um, all that stuff. Uh, but even though you know federal charges, you know nothing's really gonna happen to him. Robert uh, Rob Manfred, aka the notorious MLB killer, he uh actually still has the right to suspend Trevor Bauer. He can still do it. Now people believe that Robert Manfred will actually still do it. Which pop off, um, Mike? Where do you think Trevor Bauer goes from here? Um, you know, as far as as far as we know, he's still a part of the Dodgers organization. Um, but from what I heard, and and from you know being and working in Wrigley Field and working with guys, you know, talking to guys on the Dodgers, they hated him. They hated him, and it was for far more than than what he did or what he didn't do. Like before the allegations, a lot of people thought he was a douchebag. A lot of people hated the podcast. A lot of people hated what he was doing and just his person. Um, you know, they, they weren't feeling it. I think you know I can't speak specifically who were those people. Um, I would like to think Kershaw was probably one of those guys that was not fucking with him. Uh, you know, I just based off of who you know he is, he's, he's very similar to a Stafford. He's just a Texas boy. Um, you know, who, who, who just, you know, just, he's just living his life, man. And it's one of those situations, it's Texas or Cali. I'm not, someone's going to shit on me for that, but it comes down to it though, to where it's like, I don't think the organization wants him back. I don't think they're ready, uh, to bring him back. And, and I think, you know, it is a player option. So they are going to have to do something with them now, whether Trevor's willing to take that or not, I have no idea. Um, it's stupid money to not take it though. And especially after missing this season, I expect him to take it. Uh, I don't see him getting suspended. I, you know, I mean, that's fucked up. 
it's fucked up. If you if you fought like Deshaun Watson, especially, it, it's a situation to where with Deshaun, Deshaun never got suspended. You know, they, they're waiting for it to happen. So the fact that the MLB completely and utterly did not have this guy's back, which which I understand to a degree. You know, if you tell him, hey, you're not playing, it is what it is. That's one thing, but to suspend him and, and to kind of be in that kind of like, okay, we're going to take all his merchandise off the websites and all this other stuff. It's a totally different situation. If I'm not mistaken, you could still buy Deshaun Watson gear on NFL.com, NFL shop right now. Um, use promo code Mike. No, I'm playing. I don't got that shit. Don't use promo code Mike. But um, it's non-existent. Open ass. But it's something to where I just think at the end of the day, uh, it's gonna be tough. I would like him pride personally. Uh, you know, I you know I'm a Cubs fan pride, but I would love him on the on the fucking White Sox. I really would. I think on the White Sox he would flourish. Guys like Tim Anderson uh, and, and others that are on that roster, you know, they're they're lively, they're alive, they're vocal, um, and, and I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, so I, I think you know, seeing him on the South Side would definitely be something interesting. Um, but I don't know, I don't know, because he it's it's a player option. So I mean, he he could stay. Um, but I, I imagine he would get traded or bought out or something. I don't know. But it, it's a tricky situation because I just don't know how they currently feel about him. I think it'll be a clubhouse decision. I think they're definitely going to ask the clubhouse and and um, everybody going on in there what, what they feel and how they feel about the situation way more than just past, you know, the allegations. Um, because obviously you can't hold that to him anymore. But you can definitely hold, you know, who he is and, and would they want him back. So if they really truly did want him out from the jump, then I don't see him in Dodgers blue next year. Well, so here's the thing. His contract is weird. It so is. Weird. It's, very, it's very weird. Because a lot of the extra stuff he has in it, he's got something that you don't really see a lot. Situational no trade clauses. Right. It's so bizarre to see a guy have three, four, five different situations where a no trade clause would kick in. So, so uh, 2022, it's a player option, and um, 2023, so the last two years, the player options. Um, if he opts out after 2022, um, mm-hmm. it would be the uh, Dodgers will owe him uh, basically about half of the uh. Of whatever his salary is, so it'd be about fifteen million in a buyout. Um, if right. he's, you know, no, no, uh, Cy Young, he gets a quarter of a million dollars. Um, if he gets a Cy Young winner, so here's the word: it's a no trade clause to to American League teams prior to the All Star game. No trade clause to to American League teams after the All Star games with eighty innings pitched or an all-star game berth. And then there's a full no-trade clause if he's under he never consideration. You said what? Oh, he ain't never getting another all-star game. That's fan voting. They ain't never going to vote for that, man. I don't – bro, he was innocent. I, well, at least no. that's what you – know. You know what I mean, though? He was, but to a lot of people, he still isn't. You know what I mean? Like, it's – I don't know. He's cracking skulls, man. Yeah, man. bro. I, mean, I get it. But it's just, it's just this whole thing, bro. It's so weird because we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. He low key could, he could sue. Like oh, if, 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 
if if Robin, if the Ben is rough, like her, yeah, the league, that's what I'm if if the commissioner suspends him, he could just be like, because we gotta remember, this is something people don't remember. Originally, the base um the MLB was like, look, we don't know what happened. We're gonna suspend him indefinitely. Well, never indefinitely. They just kept pushing it back. Might as well just send indefinitely. But they were gonna then say whatever the Pasadena police say, whatever the investigation comes from that, right. that is what we're gonna look for. So right. if they say he's innocent, he's innocent. If he's guilty, then we do whatever. That, that's where I found it fucked up was because it was like with with Watson, that's 26 women, and the NFL still didn't suspend him, but the team said. We will not have him a part of this organization. We will just have to tell him to sit over here. He'll do him, and we'll figure this out. Now, it's starting to look like Deshaun's a little bit innocent, and it's starting to look like you know things are fabricating to where he's likely going to be fine. I, I don't know the, how the makeup's going to look of it, but um, you know whatever the case may be, the fact of the matter is that the entire league didn't just throw this guy to the wolves. And with the MLB, you know, obviously the allegations were were serious, um, but it, it comes down to that at the end of the day, you threw that man to the wolves and, and took his money. And, and that's where it's different to where it's like, you know, the Texans are still paying Deshaun because they're yes. telling him you're not playing. It's not because you can't play. You told Bauer you're not playing and you're not getting paid. So that's that's to me where it was kind of just like, that's weird. If I don't If I understand it correctly, I think they do. They are still paying Trevor Bauer. But if they basically put it, if I understood this correctly, because I read this basically in the beginning of this whole thing where mm. they basically put the money aside almost like an escrow. And if he's innocent, they'll still pay him that money. They'll give him that money so he's still paid. Right. But you know, least, what I mean, you know like you were going months, no checks coming in, yeah, nothing's coming I mean, in. It's, yeah, it's still, it's still kind of weird because, again, let's say that's true. The, the commissioner still has a legit chance of suspending him, which yeah, again, no, they believe he would. But if you do that, you're just begging for Trevor Bauer to sue you. And then now here's a slippery slope of it. If he sues, right? right obviously, he can't be on a team, right? Mm-hmm. When that lawsuit gets over, because it's it, if Trevor Bauer sues, this is one of the most clear. And I'm, I don't, as the person, I don't like Trevor Bauer as a person. I don't like him as a person. Uh, he's He's all right. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't he's like him as a person. Bag. He's just a douchebag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, however, as a pitcher, he's great. He, I ain't gonna take right. that from him. But if if they suspend him and Trevor Bauer takes his court, this is by far the easiest clean cut case you could possibly oh, yeah. have. Because Bauer, I will, I will say this though. Go ahead. He is cheating. He is cheating, and he's oh, admitted yeah. to cheating. Fuck yeah. Like he's admitted. You ever watch his videos where he's literally yes. telling you how, like, he holds and, the and baseball, he's like, I put this on, and now I'm cheating. My spin rate, everything's different. He's admitted. He's shown you the blueprint of how to cheat, and the MLB looked at it and was just like, nah, that's cool. That's fine. And I was just like, all right, it's whatever. You know, it is what it is. But And then believe it or not, you still uh, got people like, defending that, bro. You still got people defending that. Right. Like, my guy sat here and told you he's cheating. He's got, he I'm a tweets cheater. about it, makes jokes about it. I'm t- bro, like, I, I, I'm cheating. What bothered me? What bothered me about that, Mike, was that people who don't understand baseball, who don't watch baseball, don't understand the legitimate impact that has. We're talking about a sport right. 
where the pitcher has every advantage imaginable. Every advantage imaginable. Every single advantage imaginable. Yet they still can do and I've had people try to try to, to be and the funniest one I saw was when um when everyone wanted to kill the Astros for their cheating when they hit the thing or whatever. And then Everyone they were, you know what I mean? They were doing that. And then their pitching staff was actually kind of being one of the people who started doing that stuff. And they were talking to that dude. Mm-hmm. The Gary Cole was on that staff. Yeah. He was in that Dallas rotation. Keuchel. I look at Dallas Keuchel and how he's, he's just flamed out with the White Sox. He was so amazing with the Astros. And everyone's like, oh, he's just not happy here. And I'm like, it's not it at all. It's this guy no, over here. Listen, and I've been saying this forever. Dallas Keuchel isn't an ace. Like, come no. on now. Dallas Keuchel, prior to it, Dallas Keuchel right. showed you I'm a solid rotational guy. Right. You can have me two, three, two to three. And if you have a deep lineup, four or five, sure. But right. two to three, I'm okay. And two is if it's a weak lineup. He's a right. free guy. Let's be fair. No, without a doubt. And, and it comes down to it like he's the second high, or he's the first or second highest paid guy in the White Sox roster, and he didn't make the wild card appearance. He wasn't on the roster at all, or even the taxi squad. And just so happens, who were you playing against was Houston. And I said, there's, there's a reason why I think they didn't want him to play against Houston. And I think that speaks volumes to them knowing, you know, make sure he gets checked before every game and we'll light him up. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just what it comes down to at the end of the day. Right. He also played like shit all year, but I think there are a lot of no debate. And and that's what right. I've been trying to tell people. I'm like, look, man, Dallas Keuchel, he's a solid pitcher. He had mm. a couple great years, and I'm right. like, don't you think it's suspicious that the great years he had were in Houston? He had just so happened to be involved with a franchise that say it with me now. I, I'm about to move this because this is something people need to hear. He was involved in a franchise that was caught, and then and then they were prosecuted for cheating. Don't you find that suspicious? And then when he goes to a team where they don't cheat, all of a sudden he looks human. Don't you find that suspicious at right. all? Right. Don't doesn't anybody find that suspicious but me? And, and I, I look just at, I look at Trevor. You look at Trevor too, though. Trevor wasn't looking too hot against the or with the Dodgers as well. And I think nope. a big part of why no one gave a shit was because he was in Cleveland, and right. that's where you see that spin rate. That's where you see everything going on. You know, then he went to Cincinnati, and, and then no one gives a shit about Cincinnati. Sure. No one cares about what Cincinnati's doing. They're not on the radar. You go to LA, people are starting to check now. People are checking for spider tars. People are checking for fucking sunblock and literally anything. Um, you know, guys are taking off their clothes in the middle of in the middle of innings just to just to get checked by Joe. You saw West Max Scherzer. You saw Max Scherzer. Oh, dude, when he, checked him. he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a he shit. Max was disrespected. Max was pissed. I respect Max. Wasn't, I, wasn't, I, that, I was, wasn't that against the Phillies, if I am mistaken? Because I, if, I, I think, think it was. Yeah, because Joe Girardi made him get checked three times, and I think it was like the third time right. he was like, this is ridiculous. "Joe Girardi was like, what are you mad at me for?" And it's like, right. What? Like, bro, come on. But I think at the end of the day, though, you know, you go to a place like LA and or you go to the or you go to Chicago or you go to Boston or New York, and it's like you're 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 in the spotlight. Guys are going to be checking for you. So I think that's yep. something where you have to notice it and be like, man, they, they they look different here. And I don't think it's because they're in a big market or they're on the bright stage. I think it's because they're on the bright stage and you can't have a gun in your pocket when you walk into an airport. Like that's that's the reality of the situation. This place is secured. This place is is a high valued and respected place. 
and you can't do that shit. And it's a no-fly zone when it comes to that shit. And I think that's why you see these guys starting to have issues when they go to new teams. Right. And 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 that's and like I said, man, to me, that's just the the main issue I have, man. That's just the main issue I have. I just I don't understand why it's it's just so hard to understand that some guys are just and I said this before, Mike. Maybe you and I can have a conversation about this one day. But I said, and people who don't watch baseball get mad at me all the time. Gary Cole's not a number one. He's not a number one. Um, Him, I think he was. Gary Cole as your again the best numbers he ever put up when he had any legitimate conversation to right. be an ace. Where was he? Right. And, and that's where it's like when I when I think back to him, you know, it, it's crazy when the Cubs in 2015 played Pittsburgh in the wild card. I didn't give a shit. I didn't right. care. I was like, oh, that's Garrett Cole on the mound. I was like, all right, that'll be a tough go. But it's not like that's that's a god. That's a demigod. You know, he went to Houston and then he became a demigod. And I was just like, what is happening? You know what I mean? So it's like it, it comes down to it at the end of the day that, you know, you weren't who you were very long. And that's no. that's the reality of the situation. So I, I don't think he was good long enough. I think Jacob Degrom is without a doubt clear cut. Like he's this for a very long time. He's consistent. And no. Garrett, you're just not. No. And like I said, like outside, like in um in Pittsburgh, he had one year where he had a ERA under three. That was his right. third year. Outside of that, right. in his remaining. Was it five years? Yep. So he was five years in Pittsburgh. Three of those years, he had an ERA above three. Of those, I like, uh, yeah, no, four. Because it was only right. one year he had an ERA under three. Those four years he had an ERA. Wrong, like, if you so, got 350, like 350 solid to me. like it's But that's not, not ace material. That's not you're, ace you're material. You're a three, though. You're a you're three a or a four. And that's my, that's what I'm saying. Like when when right. once you start going to even even in my opinion three two, even that I'm kind of looking at you like, I mean the only people and let's be fair, Mike. If you right. have a three two, the only people who call you an ace is your own team. Right. Let's be honest here. Or I think it's it's one of those situations like Kyle Hendricks is the ace of the Cubs. Um, and, and it's it, Kyle's aging and, and, and Kyle isn't in the twos anymore. And Kyle is still that ace, you know, because he's still here. But if he went anywhere else, he would be three or four in the rotation. And that's, exactly. that's how you look at it. Yep. So that's where I'm like, I get it. I get, I definitely yep. get and, now and Marcus Stroman's here. You're not the one no more, Kyle. Nope. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's that's just how yeah. it's going to be. You're not. And, and that's what I've been saying. Like, you know, I don't think I, I'll be honest with you. I never thought he uh, Garrett Cole was an ace. I never thought that ever. I never thought he was a one. I thought he had two years in Houston, which was great. He had that one blip, uh, two points, uh, a two six in Pittsburgh, which again was an anomaly because if you look at the year before, it was a 3.6. And then the year after 3.8. So it's like, that's the anomaly year. And then his final year, it was a 4.2. Right. Name me one ace you can look in the face talking about, oh, yeah, 4.2. Then you go, let that sink in, Mike. He went from a 4.2 to a 2.8 in a season. If nobody finds that suspicious, I don't know what to tell you. And then after right. that, he has he I, got I two years thing. in Houston. Go ahead. Right. I won't kill Jake Arrieta because I love Jake the Snake. That's my guy. Um, but career wise, Jake's not an ace either. You know, what no, he did he's in, not. in Baltimore with the Orioles was, was not great. 
Um, what he did with the Cubs was amazing, you know, in the first stint. And then you go off to Philly, and it's a horrible stint. And you come back to Chicago, it's horrible. You go to you go to the yep. San Diego, it was horrible. You know, five, four out of the five places you went were horrible. And, and it comes down to it. You have these short-lived careers. Wade Miley, he's a Cub now, but I followed a lot of him in Cincinnati. He threw a no-hitter, and that's cool. Um, but it was—it's a very short-lived thing. Yeah, right. he's, he's not, not a one. And I know because because he was he was in he was in Boston, and like the main problem right. I had with him is every time he would have a bad outing and he would get pulled, he would get mad. It's almost as right. if he didn't have awareness. It's like, bro, you're getting blown up. It's the fourth inning. Your pitch count is in the seventies, bro. It's in the 70s. You're heavy breathing. You're having six to nine pitch at bat only for them to go yep. get a double, to go get a triple, to go yard. And we're down right. double digits. And you're looking at me like, why'd you pull me out? He, he, it's like right. He's acting like he's and, and that's right. I mean, you know, like the word, the word ace gets thrown around very easily. And coach, coach is our guy. Right. And that's coach. Coach is our guy at ASAP because he's great with football. Um, and, and he makes it clear, Victor Bennett, shout out Victor. Um, but it's it, for, for quarterbacks, the word elite gets thrown around very, very easily too. You know what I mean? Like Joe Burrow. Oh, he's elite now. And, and that's, that's fine. Um, but I personally need to see a couple more years of consistency from Joe. I need to see him and, remaining healthy. I need to see a right. lot going in. And if, and if, and if a guy's playing great, you can say, yo, he's playing like he's elite. You could say right. that because you're just, you, you need a resume that. behind that to be elite. Exactly. For me to just say you're straight up elite, you need to give me five, six years where you're going on a run where people have to look at you and go, "You're doing it, right?" And that's that's, that's where that's what I told him. He told me Josh Allen was an elite, and I was like, "Listen, Josh has been doing it for a very long time now." At first, I can understand the argument, but now that he's been doing it four or five years. Josh is there and Josh is up there with the best of them. Now, Joe, I understand where people are like, well, last year he tore his ACL. This year he did a great job. Let's see what happens next year. I'm perfectly fine with that. You know what I mean? And not to say he's not a great quarterback. He's great. But when you look at the name ace, when you look at elite, when you look at the best of the best in the world, you have to understand like even Giannis, like I had a hard time being like Giannis is the next face of the NBA. Cause I was like, let me wait and see what happens with this guy. They built the wall and they stopped him for a year, but then he came back and adjusted and he got better. And he's showing me that he's elite, that he is that guy, that he's that true MVP. Now you look at Russ and, and the stats are cool, but you are showing me that you are not elite because you have peaked at, at that moment. You peaked and it just hasn't translated since. And I love Russ. You know, I got mad love for Russ, mm -hmm. um, but it's something to where, you know, you just have to understand the word elite cannot be thrown around as easily as it is now. The same way with the word ace. Like I need five to six seasons of you having these 250 to 300 ERAs and 300 flat, not 301, not 302, right. nothing. Right. I need three flat at best. 290s, I'm looking at you kind of like you're in between. I'm looking at you like, you know what uh, I mean? But I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because if you only have one year going right. 290, but the rest are going 26, 25, 27, I'll let it pass, but ain't no way you're gonna sit right. there and tell me that in in any in any any stretch as a ace you're giving me an ERA over three, and you want me to call you an ace. You're stupid. All due disrespect, right. you're an idiot. Because right. again, Garrett Cole, and if you want to say listen, I believe Garrett Cole's a number two, 
and on some rosters, number three. I do think he's still in the starting rotation. Don't get it twisted. But yeah. and I've said this before, you are not. I wouldn't put him at three. You said I wouldn't put him at three. I would. No. It would have to be a very not. in like, some places he, he would be three. In some, I think there's one place he's a three. Where and and even then, it's like, I think San Diego. There's a conversation that he's a three. Um, San Diego. Anywhere else, I, I no San Diego. There's yeah, that conversation. And then New York. Yeah, I think you. Look that's that the, conversation. And the Mets, Jacob Degrom and uh, Max Scherzer. Oh, he's for not, sure, he's not for sure. Good. But you have to, you have to look at it though, and, and you have to understand. I forgot that even happened because you know the lockout and everything. But um, oh, yeah. I forgot Maxi boys out there. Um, but it's something to where that's that's two places, and and I and don't think you can too? name a lot of other the Dodgers. Even if they lose no. Trevor Bauer. He's not. He's not the number. Well, they're two. losing. They're losing. They're losing Kershaw too, though. So I don't. And think again, he's... but he's still not the number two. No way. I would not. say he is. No. I'd so, say he's your one. To be honest. He's not. Nah, to be I, honest, I love. Me, I love Walker, Walker but Walker's got to be your number one. I think you would. I would go with Garrett. Um, at the you know preseason, you know, or, sp- or spring training, I would go with Garrett. Um, I would but I'd Walker. have to see how Walker is really looking. I would give Walker because 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 eventually because eventually you gotta see what you got with Walker with Walker Bueller like we all love Walker Bueller but let's be fair right. when you're the ace when you're the number one when you're getting that first when you're getting that first pitch and when you're right. that guy they come at you real like differently it's right. weird like, I think good it's it's different though like w- w- like now that I coach it's so different but it's so weird because I can't fucking have fun with you anymore I have to think of it like that but if you drop game one with Garrett I'm very comfortable going into game two with with Walker now if I drop game one with Walker I'm not very comfortable having Garrett at game two so that's where that's where I do I do think that Walker is your game two guy even with the Cubs you know I look at it so you know, you're John looking Lester, at it from, so you're looking at it from the perspective of if we're playing a seven-game series, yeah, I don't, want, the I don't series, want Garrett at my two or three. Even though even you you do believe Walker Bueller is better than Garrett Cole, right? I do. I just think the way but you're the looking way you at it from the rotation. point of view of Walker Bueller is your fail-safe. So game right. one, Garrett Cole takes the L. You're okay, and you're like, you know what? No right. need to panic. And I wouldn't Walker be okay Bueller. with it the other way around. You know what okay. I mean? Like. That's right. why John Lester, John Lester was our starting our starting pitcher in the World Series. You know what I mean? You have to look at it from that perspective. John again, wasn't playing better than Arietta or no, Hendricks but, or anybody. But, but they had that same mentality you had, where it was like we, right. we we do have some trust in him. But if he loses, we we got game two. We're not screwed. We we didn't just throw our best out there and then just catch a flaming L. Right. We got somebody. So okay. Right. All right. I'm not mad at you for that. Okay. I'm willing to take that wall with you, but. I said what I said and I meant it. Ain't no way, no how that he's an ace. And I, I just think, yeah, I, again, I think the only people who say that are are, are Yankees fans. I, I think, honestly, that those are the only right. people. Because every time I have a conversation, it, I definitely says that. said it. Right. I definitely said he's becoming an ace, but that was prior to the knowledge of what we have now and what we know. It's like, okay, well, I saw you look like dog shit this year right when they started testing for Spider-Tar. And you were the clear face of Spider-Tar. Um, so uh, yeah, you looked like shit the rest of the year. So I have to, I have to evaluate it as such. But again, I'm not allowed to say nothing because I'm a Red Sox fan. So, but final topic of the day. Um, so yesterday we let off with James Harden, uh, him getting mad at the Nets, all this stuff. 
they intentionally sat him against the then their loss against the Boston Celtics, even though we were up. It was like what twenty something or two. I I really held my breath because I was like, with our luck, we're gonna blow it. Um, yeah. We somehow found a will. We found a way to not blow it. So another one in the win column. But um, now the Sixers and Nets they're actually having legitimate conversations that are heating up with a trade that would have James Harden to. 76ers and then Ben Simmons to the Nets included in that deal would be a couple other names. Um, the Nets do want to get either Maxi or Seth Curry also in there. Um, another name that they'll also take is Thibault. So there are a little, a little a few other moving pieces. Another name that the 76ers do want is uh, uh um, Claxton. I heard it was Patty Mills. Yeah, yeah, and also Patty Mills. That's another name that they're kind of looking at as well. So there, there's a lot of other names, but Mike, James Harden, Ben Simmons, is this trade sensical for both teams? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I think it speaks volumes to making sure KD remains healthy or happy, not healthy. I don't know how you're gonna make that man healthy, but um, it, it's something to where. You have an option now with, with Kyrie. You have something to where it's like, okay, we can move Kyrie. We can we can figure something out with Kyrie. We can move Kyrie somewhere else, maybe next season, maybe the following, who knows. Um, but you have something to build off of, and you don't have any fucking draft capital, not a fucking smidge of nothing. So to have Ben only the age of, what, 23, 24, it speaks volumes to like, okay, he'll, he'll be our, you know, all-star moving forward. He'll be our guy, one of our best defenders. He has Kevin Durant. It, it's going to – it kind of reminds me of like Steve Nash in, in the old days with Malone and all them. And, and it reminds me of a young Nash and, and an old Malone. And, and that's really what, or was it Stockton? I think it was Stockton. Wrong white boy. But um, it, it comes <laughs> down to it where it's like, you know, you, you need that safety. You need that branch. And, and James just isn't that guy. And, and, and he's not that guy, not because he's not talented enough, because he just doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be the face of the franchise. He just wants to chill. He wants to do what KD did, essentially, and that's just the reality of the situation. Just wants to go somewhere, hoop with some great guys, and win a chip and without having to really you know, put too much stock in it, have all this drama. He didn't feel it. Now, here's what I will say. Um, you know, the rumors that were shot down earlier, you know, Maxi is not going anywhere. That is what the 76ers are making clear. Um, and I don't really blame them, but it was Thibel, Simmons, Curry, and Seth Curry, just for anybody who wasn't listening, um, and Andre Drummond. And, and I think a pick or two, that's what the 76ers turned down. Now, the Brooklyn offered them that. Brooklyn said, here's James Harden and Patty Mills, and that, this is just with the rumor mill going around right now for those guys, and they weren't willing to do it because of Seth Curry. That is yep. fucking ridiculous. I will walk Seth Curry from Philly all the way to New York, myself, we'll walk, hold hands, kumbaya, whatever we got to do. I will walk him to your doorstep if I was the 76ers. I understand Thibault's going to hurt. Drummond, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. No, I say you'll, be all right. you'll be all right. You got Joel. It's fine. But uh, And then Joel's playing like MVP, but you better find a replacement because that's how Joel gets hurt is when you don't give him a break. Um, but it, it definitely comes down to it to where you have to think, like, are we really going to let a generational talent go in James Harden over Seth? The second best, no, sorry, the third best Curry to ever have an NBA uniform on coming from the same family. 
Like it, it's it's Steph, his dad, then Steph or Seth. So why do they all have the same name? I don't know. But it, it's something to where, man, like if it comes down to that, and you said no because of Steph, that's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous. Because you're getting Patty Mills too, and Patty Mills is like. 17 to 20 something points this year. He's I mean, if if we're gonna be honest, I mean what if, right. if what you lose by giving up Seth Curry, Thibault Yeah, I was about to say that Thibault. Listen, listen, Matisse Thibel leaving, honestly, oh all of it, that is the only bad spot right. for the for the right. for the Sixers. Because the, think about it like I'm this. more sh- I'll be honest with you, Mike. I'm more shocked that they're yeah. letting like Thibault go. I'm surprised they're picking set. Like they're saying, "Oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna lose Seth Curry." Like I'm more shocked that he's the problem. Right? I thought it was Thibault that you were gonna. Be Me like, too. Nah. Yeah, because again, so here's, here's my thing though. Here's how you got to look at it though, Pride. And here's how I look at it: is everyone's like, "Oh, they're giving too much." No, you're not. Because one, you're not giving Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons isn't yours. Ben Simmons right. doesn't want to be here regardless. So you're not exactly. losing Ben Simmons. Not you already lost anyway. Ben Simmons. Right. He's, it's just a name that you're giving, and, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a contract that you're not using that you're paying. Like, let's be real here. Ben is gone. Yes. Ben's been gone, and he's not coming back. So, really, what you're getting is Patty Mills and James Harden. Why well, I said Patty first, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> for Seth Curry, a washed Andre Drummond, and a good, good in Matisse Thibel. And, and that really. You're giving away two role players and a nice asset. Will Matisse Thibel ever be James Harden? Probably not. So I would do it in a heartbeat. And what what Patty's giving you is far more than what Seth is or Drummond are giving you. So you have to look at it like that and understand, you know, Ben's already gone. What the trade really is, is Seth, Thibel, and Drummond. If you don't take that, you're a fucking idiot. And that's just and, that's just point blank. Period. And here's the thing: of this trade, who's the best player of all of all six guys that you name? Who's the best player? James, James Harden, Harden, right? Okay. Who's the second best player? I'll I know ben. it pains you to say it. Yeah, I know it pains you to say it, but no, I Ben love, Simmons. I love Ben's game. I just hate Ben. You know what I mean? Free Ben Simmons. Free Ben Simmons. So James is the first no, 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 is, no, 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 is the no, no, best no, no, player no. in that. He's the best player. Then it's Ben Simmons. Who's the third best player? Man, honestly, Thibel. You really think that? Honestly, I think. I think Patty. I'm, but I'm talking oh, about right, right I'm now. Not, I'm not talking about potential. There. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about potential because in terms of oh, potential, you mean like right now, right now, I'm talking about right here, right now. Right. All right. Right well, here, right I now. Think, I would say Patty. Um, right. I'm gonna see Thibel, and I'm gonna be like, I know what you can be in a year from now. But right now, I think they don't that. need that a year now. Like, and that's really the part that's kind of they don't need. Like, Fibel probably has a probably like another two, three years before we really truly unlock his potential. The problem right. is they don't. The Sixers don't have two to three years to wait because Joel Embiid can't survive a year. He can't. He can't. He right. can't stay healthy. So before they eventually kick Joel Embiid to the curb because he won't be able to stay healthy. They want to. Right. They want to bring something. They want to show some type of dividends. They want to show a championship. Like, look, we won. He's not here no more, and he had to retire in the prime of his career because he just couldn't right. stay healthy. But we got something. 
I think that's something. a part of it too. Like the problem is that you know you're gonna bring in James, you're gonna bring in Patty, and you're gonna have Embiid. Now James is a free agent at the end of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so oh, yes. you know he can come and go as he pleases. Now the problem is if you give up all of those assets. And then Joel gets hurt a couple weeks from now, and James is by himself. James is going to be fucking pissed again. James is going to be – him and Tobias Harris are going to be running shit, and he doesn't want to do that. So it, it to me, I look at it like that, and I think in Philly's eyes, they probably think if something happens to Joel or we just don't work out, James is probably going to leave. So so why would we give up all of this? You know what I mean? And, and that's where it comes down to it to me is where it's like, you can get another Drummond. You can get another set. And I understand you'd lose Thibel, but if you're serious about making a run and they are top five in the East right now, a deep East, I mean, you got the Bulls, the Heat, the Bucks. I mean, the Cavaliers adding Levert is serious. Now, they're still top five. They're still top five. So without Ben Simmons, you add James Harden and Patty Mills to that, I think we're looking at a serious contender in Philly, and they might be able to make it out. If everyone remains healthy and if James doesn't James Harden everything in the playoffs, you know, you, you really have to look at it and think these guys could be the guys that make it out of the East potentially. So, and I'm saying that as a Bulls fan, I love my Bulls, but you know, they're, the Bulls are 0-3 this year against Philly. We are 0-3 and we have to own that. And, you know, I think one of those games, Joel Embiid didn't even play. Ben Simmons obviously didn't play. So you have to look at it. You add Harden and Patty to that list. You know, if you can get past the Bulls, you know how to get past the Raptors. You know how to get past all these other teams. You know how to beat those guys. Now that Kawhi's gone, now that so many other individuals are gone, Kyrie is what? Home games are away games only? Like, that's easily workable. And, and it's, it's and again, what's Kevin Durant's. And let's also you know be I mean? honest with that. Kyrie Irving isn't the definition of, you know. Uh, health uh, either. Uh, health either. So right. you you have him on a limited time. Neither is KD. Exactly. Right, so now your two best players can't stay healthy. KD can't stay healthy, but you know, he misses twenty games. It is what it is. At least we're going to talk about this, Pride. Pride, we're we're going to shit on KD for having half an inch too big of a shoe, taking a two instead of a three. Wait till Ben Simmons just takes the two. Wait till Ben takes the two and you need a three. I never understood why people said that because if you could watch it. I've never in my life seen it's the dumbest fucking thing a, I've ever heard in my life. It, that, that, that just means you're a moron. And do you know? Do you know that the buzzer didn't beat Buzz? You know, after that happened, like they could have still scored again. It wasn't the they, end. Nobody of the game. cared. And here's my thing, Mike. When's the last time you see anybody shoot a contested three, and before they do that, look and go, "Oh, I'm behind the line." Mm-hmm. It was. It was like again, though. People are dumb. People. People. It, unfortunately, we live in a world where you know people just they just babble and they just they don't know anything about sports. So, mm-hmm. to all the people who are saying, "Oh, we should have," you're an idiot. But I mean, look, I, honestly, I like the trade. I really do. I think it kind of it, it helps everybody. I think it does. It too. helps I everybody. It makes the East so fucking unpredictable, man. Like it really does. It's a, it's a powerhouse, bro. It really is. You know, and that's your guy, Bron, man. Left at the perfect time. But, hey, that's a whole conversation for a different day. touching that one. Uh, All I'm saying is, Pride, return to Cleveland, King, because it's fucking lit. I want to see it. I want to see it. Listen, listen, Bron. Return to Cleveland. 
Don't do it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you're going to come to the East. Kevin Durant's going to get scared. He's going to go back to OKC. James Harden's going to want to kiss and make up with the Houston Rockets. Joel Embiid's going to say, I want to be a Minnesota Timberwolves, and I want to bury my beef with Cat. Jason Tatum's going to be like, oh, I always wanted to be a Laker. It's going to be a whole bunch I just think it's funny how LeBron. I wonder what it would be like to be a Laker. Bro, it was, it was just funny. Everybody, everybody used to say the East was soft. LeBron leaves, all of a sudden, the East is the strongest thing in the world. But again, like you said, Mike, that's a conversation for a whole nother day. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If there's any news uh, in the world that you guys see, feel free to tag us in it. We'll talk about it. You guys can catch us on Facebook. And if you don't have a Facebook, that's fine. We are also on YouTube. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast on there, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Takes podcast. And like always, go to fatco.com for all your organic skincare needs. Use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES. Get 15% off. Mike, my guy, as always, it's been a pleasure. And hey, Pride. come Sunday. I'll see you soon. I'll see you. I'm going to ruffle some feathers. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Oh, real, real soon, bro. So right, right, we got to stop. We got to stop. 100% we got to stop. We got to stop before I get in trouble. <laughs> it's your boy Pride. We'll be back here Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Y'all know what it is. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season second and one for the bills they handle the rush Allen looking it's out to to Shohei Otani center field let's watch it go did several of those inside low kicks